Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you had it your way, you would start the show every week like this. All I want for Christmas is you to be not so much of a great. All I want is a quiet death. You know what, I'll take a loud death. I'll take a loud and obnoxious death. You just want to be dead. Yeah. Oh, God. That's the difference between me and you. Well, I'm Claire, the queen of Christmas, lover of all things sparkly and bright, Mm -hmm. joyful. Some people call me the spirit of Christmas. Nobody's ever said that. I'm like that spirit of Christmas in the Muppet Christmas Carol that's like happy and wonderful. I just have a heart of gold and tinsel on my head. It's too hot for this shit, Claire. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and I'm married to the Grinch, the Grinch of Christmas and all things. He's grumpy and just wishes he was dead every day. Well, we were going to go away and talk about and pick some different Christmas things that we could bring to the show. And normally we pick two things each and then we come in. And, she goes, and before the show, Claire's like, so how is this working? And I'm like, like we normally do where we, we say like two things each. And you'd be like, I've made a list of a hundred Christmas things that I love. And I really struggled. Like I really thought about it. Yeah. I had to put them into categories. Mm. And then, I, oh, I could hear soaring in the background. We've got builders here. Yeah, he's got here. an angle grinder. And there. there's like soaring. I was say, it's on. hot in here, but I can, it's 45 degrees yeah, outside. There's dudes working. Australia, I might mate. close the door. Just yeah, to, yeah. Try, close the door and see if that helps because yeah. it's really grinding away. We are going to get, we've got no aircon in here and now we're in the dark. We could turn the light on. No, Claire, this no, is how spooky. I. No, it's spooky. Turn the light on. It's not very Christmassy. <sighs> Thank you. There we oh, go. let there be light. And so there was. This okay. regularly, okay. regularly so lit have, room feels so much more like Christmas. So I have separated my loves for Christmas things into categories. Okay. Well, I've got two things. <laughs> and I have probably six or seven things All in right. each category. So we're going to have to start with you to drag this out more. All and right. Come back, then come back to me. Yeah. Okay. I'll just bang them out. I'll just go through the list Please. of things. How about I start off with movies? I'll just do each category and then you do your crap thing and I'll just continue <laughs> back on with mine. Great. All right, so the first category I had was movies because, you know, Christmas is a time for movies because even though it's hot and we're always at the beach and things, who doesn't love a Christmas movie? These are my favourites, uh, my favourite kind of rom-com ones, uh, The Holiday with Jude Law, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. It's stupid. It's um, written by Nancy Mayers, but it's just cosy and lovely and, they swap, and romantic. they swap houses they in do. the Christmas Amazing. Whatever, uh, yeah. Lovely to watch. Also, Richard Curtis's Love Actually, of course, got to be mentioned on there. Brilliant Christmas film. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Have you seen that? Of course I have, Classic 90s 90s. movie. There's a lot of body shaming in it. But, however, Have you seen the Santa Claus 1 and the Santa Claus 2? 3? 2 and (laughs) 3? Whatever? No, I haven't. With the villain as Jack Frost in the third one or whatever? No, I have. I've only seen the I really like the idea behind those movies. Like the idea of like it. Santa is a curse. Okay, and yeah, of course, because he falls off the roof and he's dead. So the rule in this universe is if you kill Santa and steal his clothes, you become Santa. But I feel like that opens it up to like to crazy people, right? That doesn't open it up to the best of the best. 
Like, it's not like if you're true in your heart and you love kids and toys. It's if you're a murderer and you steal a set of clothes. You see a dead guy and think, yep, I'll put that Yeah, the enchantment on. is all wrong. Okay, it's not surprised me at all that this is like I mean, Tim Allen did like go to movie. jail for drug trafficking or something in real <laughs> did life. He? he did oh, in the 80s. I really like Tim I Allen. believe before Robert Downey Jr., he was the only Disney ca- Disney person employed who had a criminal record. Oh, but that's because he's 90s yeah, classic dad, Tim right. Allen. And he goes, oh. And he all does. that be so from Home Improvement. And the, well, the only reason Robert Downey Jr. snuck in as well because he was started at Paramount and then Iron Man got bought by Disney. Oh. So otherwise I don't think he would have been home. All right. Well, yeah. this isn't very Christmas talk. But, yeah, but also he's Robert Downey Jr. and he's amazing. Um, also, just side note, from Home Improvement, uh, JTT was one of my first crushes. Yeah. That's right. If I could have married him, I wouldn't have married you. Yeah, well, you would have married a dwarf. Sad <laughs> Because <laughs> he was uh, very short. What do you mean would have married a dwarf? <laughs> what? <laughs> Side note, James isn't overly tall. What your are you brother talking about? Is, though, your brother turned up today, the one that Meso from your other podcast, The Weekly Planet, doesn't like. Yes. And he's just a taller, better looking version of you. Claire, I'm <laughs> easily between the range of five foot nine and five foot ten, and I'll have you, sure, I won't hear you sure. say a word against what, it. In shoes or without shoes? <laughs> well, that's the difference there, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, continuing on from this while I was shaming you about your height. I'm so sorry. Another one of my favourite rom-coms set at Christmas time is Sandra Bullock in While You Were Sleeping. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. I love that movie. I know it's corny and ridiculous. She's kind of like alone at Christmas and she loves this really handsome man that always comes to the train and then chaos ensues. She falls for his brother. It's a whole thing. But it's set Wait, at Christmas. You I left out it. the bit where she falls for his brother because the guy that she's in love with gets in an accident and goes into a coma. <laughs> so she tricks the family into being his fiance <laughs> to get close. And in the process, she swindles herself into the family by falling in love with his brother. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine, I guess, yeah. because Christmas, right? Pish posh. Have you got it a Christmas a movie ending. that's not cursed? <laughs> Die Hard is, has got a better moral story than that movie. That is also it's a about a great. grifter. If she didn't look like Sandra Bullock, it would be a horror story. If you woke up and a woman had done that to you, and pretended you to be would charge fiance. her. She would go to jail. Oh, right. But you don't know her character. She's sweet and funny. Yeah, anyway, not good enough, quite frankly. She doesn't have any family Christmas. I don't give really a shit. You don't steal someone else's family. I don't care. Anyway, back to other things, talking about cursed Christmas movies, A Muppet Christmas Carol. That's a good one. It's a classic. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Jim Henson's classic i got a soft Muppets. spot for that uh, Disney special as well, The Muppet Christmas Carol. You know the one? Yeah. That introduced like Scrooge McDuck and I think, I don't know, whether that's where he was introduced. Maybe it wasn't. But, uh, but yeah, you know the one. I do know yeah. the one. I, I'm not surprised that you quite enjoy the Muppet Christmas Carol with the main character being Scrooge, yeah. who you would affiliate with. He makes a lot of good points. <laughs> yeah, he does. But he comes good in the end. And the last one I want to share Yeah, not by a- choice. They scare him into it. <laughs> yeah, good. Ooh. He fears his own that mortality. Is my entire approach to this marriage. Yeah. To just scare you into eventually the moral of that story person. is he doesn't want to go to hell. Like he's not doing it because he wants to do it. He wakes up and he's happy he's not in hell. That's the moral of a Christmas Carol. You, so is that why you like it? Because you're hopeful that one day you'll wake up and not be in hell. I feel like I am in hell, Claire. So whatever. It's well, much you're of a going to hell, to so don't worry, yeah, mate. Great. You'll get there eventually. I look forward to it. I'll see you there. Uh, okay, my last. 
I have two more on the list of Christmas Okay. Movies. I really went overboard. One is a Miracle on 34th Street, which the old yeah, version yeah, of that is great. And the 994 remake with, Rich, remake with Richard Attenborough, who's from Jurassic Park, yes. correct? And Mara Wilson is really excellent. She's a great fun. journalist now online as well. Yeah. Is she really? Yeah, yeah, she's really good. Oh, I didn't know about that. Mm, really That's really cool. Okay, go follow Mara Wilson, M-A-R-A. Mm. Um, and the last one I had on the That's list. about a man who thinks he's Santa and takes and wakes a whole lot of wastes a whole lot of public dollars. Right, to prove this nonsense thing, correct? Correct. He goes to court over it. Yeah. yeah but Even though he's not Santa? He, no, I think it in the end he is Santa. Is it, is it ambiguous or is he Santa? I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I can't time. remember now. Yeah. I just remember it being lovely and touching. I, I think he is Santa though. No, okay. he is Santa. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't remember. Anyway, Richard Attenborough, that's who you want to play Santa. One of my friend's dads is now playing Santa. It's like he's retired it's he's like he's like a mathematician and stuff, and it's his lifelong dream to become Santa. So now he's a Santa in a department store. Well, you laughed at me the other day when I said I would make an excellent Santa, and I reckon I would for like ten minutes. Yeah, you would. You've got enough wrinkles to poke out of the top <laughs> I got a to white be believable. Beard. Yeah, but I feel like though I could do it for like ten minutes and then I'd snap, then I'd break. Yeah, you but would. for that ten minutes. It'd be white hot. People would love it. It would be magical. <laughs> There'd be kids lining up, yeah. lining up in front of the department store just to sit on your knee. Yeah. That's not creepy at all. Is it is it? odd. Do you remember last Christmas we had a family Christmas photo with Santa? Of course, I remember. Which this. is just a random guy. Yeah. And then, like, I I got out of the photo for some reason, and then the guy was like, "Come here, mummy." And yeah. like put his arm around me. The photo was like us sitting, <laughs> our son just being like, I don't fucking want any of this. Yeah, and so then miserable. he's got his arm just around you. Yes, and it's just this like creepy white gloved yeah. hand around my shoulder and he's like squished me into it. Yeah. Because when, when <sighs> our son's like, he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't like this guy. Spoiler alert, if you've got kids in the car, maybe mute this. But it's just some guy. So like, yeah, yeah you have every right to be fearful of this yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. And- and as is want to be, because he is your son, he's a very suspicious person. Yeah, you know what, though? you are very suspicious. You know what, though? He's right. Like, he's oh. right to be suspicious. <laughs> so I don't think we should chastise him for, no, for executing, like, a, a healthy amount of scepticism about meeting a stranger. I know, but he's dressed in, a, like, a white... Like and Look, I know nothing costume. can happen because obviously it's in a shopping mall or boots. whatever. But he's still got pretty text. handsy for a guy who was being photographed all day <laughs> is all I'm saying. Hey, I brightened up his Christmas. What I can bet I say? he did. My, and then the and next mum might brighten up his Christmas and the mum after that. He was just doing that all day. <laughs> it's my sparkly wish and animal magnetism. I can't yeah. help it. I'm well, so his attractive. Santa voice was shit. I can do a better Santa all voice right. than that. I feel like in your in your future at some point you are going to be Santa, I can tell. It's probably And if you aren't going to be, I will orchestrate it. Okay, my last my do you remember when you turned up for Christmas <laughs> dressed as Santa? My brother's like 6'3". And like skinny He's quite as lean. a rake. Yeah. yeah. And he came in dressed as Santa with this like shitty beard. But also it was at, after Christmas lunch. Yeah, so he was so, there and we saw him. Everyone saw him and there. And then he just Came in left. in this ill-fitting Santa suit <laughs> to give presents. We only had two nephews at that point. And they were pretty young, like young enough where – you know, if you, you if you did it well enough, you could have convinced them. But immediately they're like, "You're not Santa. We know who you are. Get out of here!" Like they were really. And he tried so hard. It was really funny though. It's really bad. Also, he didn't tell any of us he was doing no. it. He just like disappeared when we thought he'd go to the toilet. I and we just at it. your parents' house, and then he 
too much. I loved it. It yeah. was hilarious. I know. The other story about dressing up as Santa that you should listen to, I interviewed Dave Warnicky oh on my God. podcast, Just yeah. Make the Thing, and he tells this being Santa story. He's hilarious from Do Go On. Amazing. It's yeah. just such a funny story. Speaking of, we should just get this out yeah, of the way. we should. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, we were on Book Cheat this week, Dave Warnicky's oh, podcast. Oh, we were. The two we of did, us We together. did at the Twelfth Night. A Twelfth Night. classic the, Christmas play yeah. by Shakespeare. If you don't know Book Cheat, it's a, it's a podcast where he reads, like, classic books so you don't have to and then explains them and we talk about them. Mm-hmm. It's like a do go on spin off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And it's a brilliant show. Yeah. We've Collins been in it a couple of times. Yeah. He will. But um, yeah, that one is apparently that's a Christmas play or traditionally mm. done at Christmas. And you were worried because you, as always, when you do these things and now you're really tired and apparently you were mumbling through the whole I thing. I was. <laughs> so half the time you can't hear what I'm saying. I sound like a drunkard. Not a can of coke. Like, I was flying, mate. Don't you worry. I did make a great joke about your coke being fingered. That's that true. was quite fun. That's probably yeah. the highlight of the episode. No, it wasn't. James does something very funny towards the end that I loved. I laughed for like 15 minutes and then I couldn't stop laughing. It was brilliant. Anyway, okay, my final Christmas. Wasn't that funny? <laughs> my final Christmas recommendation is a really old movie musical that I used to watch. I used to watch a lot of these old school musicals with Bing Crosby when I was a kid. Um, and this, yeah, exactly. This is just classic called White Christmas. It's with Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen, who are two sisters who meet Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye who are kind of like a musical act and they team up together and they um, end up kind of performing and doing these like fun songs and it's a bit mm. of a love story, whatever. It's just a lovely Christmas thing. They sing that, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Blah, sure, blah, blah, yeah. This is all the that kind stuff. of stuff that I hate. I know. I bloody love it. It's so excellent. Okay, I'm done. Go. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. All right. Well, I picked a movie for, I, I picked a, yeah, a couple of, two, two movies actually. The first one I did is, um, it's a family Christmas movie. It's got Adam Scott. Do you know from Parks and Rec? Certainly do. Uh, Tony Collette is in it. Ooh, one of your faves. always brilliant. Uh, Alison Tolman, who I don't know if you know, but she's also great. It's got Rob Corddry as well, who you might know from things. Just a, It's like a stellar cast, right? Um, oh, she's from um, Fargo. Do you remember her from Fargo? Yes, certainly do. Yeah, yeah, oh, she's, she's so good. Yeah. So basically it's about a dysfunctional family coming together to celebrate Christmas at Christmas time in this like in this like you know terrible snowstorm as, as as it happens to be and there's like there's not a lot of love in the family initially you know there's a lot of back and forth and family rivalries and the dumb uncle turns up and this and that or whatever a lot of infighting but then Claire they're visited by a magical mystical Christmas miracle to set things right in the form of the cloven-footed demonic spirit that is the Krampus okay and the idea is <laughs> that if you are familiar with the Krampus law, if you're not having the Christmas spirit, the Krampus will turn up and murder you and your family and and capture you and take you to hell for not having the Christmas this spirit. This is the worst. <laughs> so, oh, my God. And so throughout the film, the, these family members are being killed off by the Krampus, who's this giant, like, 
monstrous Santa <laughs> who carries like huge chains with like hooks on the end and he's splitting holes in the earth and people are getting sucked into it. And he carries with him an army of like old school wind up toys, but they just look like kind of a little bit creepy old toys. But when they split apart, they've got like meat inside them, like what? creatures <laughs> or whatever. And it's just a fantastic Christmas time. So if you love Christmas movies, check out the Krampus. Right, you are the worst he's there to teach. No, it's met. good. I think it'd be right up your alley because he's teaching you a Christmas lesson by killing your family. Yeah, because if you don't respect family in Christmas, he's there to set it right. So he's then, a, what happens at the end? You Everyone really want to know? Spoil it. So it opens at the very end. Spoiler alert: Collins, can you put a time code in if people want to jump ahead? But basically, after they all get captured or killed or whatever, they wake up. And they're in like a fun Christmas setting and they're at a table and they're all kind of sharing the joy and laughter. So they've actually, the message here is that, you know, this whole thing may have been just like a ruse to kind of set them right. But then it pulls out and you realise they're in a snow globe on a wall of snow globes filled with families who who, who, uh, did also enjoy Christmas. And basically they're eternally trapped in this Christmas on this wall with a bunch of other families while the Krampus, this giant monster, like lumbers around Outside, and that's the end of Krampus. Check it out. It's from 2015, I think. That is the worst thing I've ever What are you talking about? Do you want me to bring Christmas things? I thought long and hard about it. I can't even talk about my other Christmas things because they're all jolly and fun and festive. That's jolly and fun and festive. Mate, (laughs) you have some serious issues. I've met your family. They're lovely. You have no excuse for the darkness in your soul. (laughs) Zero excuses. Well, now it's your responsibility to bring it back up in the spirit of Christmas. What do you got? Don't you worry. Okay, so this is my other favourite thing, Christmas music. Oh, boy. Okay, so here's my favourite Christmas songs. Paul Kelly's How to Make Gravy. Sure. Come on. Australian classic. It's barely a Christmas song, but yeah. But it is Australian classic. Amazing. The other one that's incredible is Tim Minchin's White Wine in the Sun. Oh, I like that one, yeah. Really worth YouTubing. It's just amazing. It's really just about drinking wine in the sun with your family. And it's a beautiful sentiment, a great song. Coldplay's Christmas Lights. Love it. It's a bit of a sad, dark one, actually. That won't cheer you up out of your Christmas Krampus funk. But um, it's a great song. And they Coldplay also do a great version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Which of course they Love do. it. Make yourself a Spotify Christmas playlist. I do every year. Love it. Do um, it. John Legend with Kelly Clarkson has done a very uh, woke version of Baby It's Cold Outside because that song is actually a little bit rapey. Get woke, go broke. That's what I say. And so John Legend's version is is on YouTube and it's all about choice and all things. And actually, I hate to say this, I still prefer the old version better. However, this one is much more woke and great. So good on you, John Legend. So you have to like it because it's woke, Claire. You plotted the bloody SJW shill media, I tell you that much. Great song, classic song, even though it's got some real feminist issues. But, oh, well, Michael Bibley's Christmas Deluxe Special Edition album. Which one? Ah, look, the Special Edition Deluxe version. Gotcha. Which one is that? Was that the number six of the Christmas albums that he releases for the year? Oh, shut up. Anyway, it's great. It's fun. I like it a lot. It's got all your classics on there. Gotta love it. Love Actually soundtrack is a good soundtrack. Yep, yep. And Sia's Christmas album, Every Day is Christmas. Sia's Australian, but she's a singer-songwriter. You've probably heard of her. She's, she's amazing. She's written a bunch of stuff. She also, and, yeah, and, she's you know, also writes she for like song Titanium. And, she, she wrote Umbrella. Yeah. Everyone she, knows the song Titanium. Yeah. That's a Sia there song, you go, yeah. Titanium. Yeah, exactly. And Chandelier. Mm. Classic. She's a great artist. But that is a really interesting Christmas album. I really enjoyed it. Okay, there's my Christmas music. i got a Christmas song for you. Here we go. Am I going to hate this? Is this like... Oh, it's like a little gremlin, 
It's Crazy Frog Christmas. <laughs> you remember the Crazy Frog? Yeah. It's the Crazy Frog Christmas song. For some reason, this has 209 million views. <laughs> Does it have any you know, words? No, it's just that. You know the Crazy Frog goes ring, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's ding. that. But it's Christmas. Oh, I quite like that. Was I, ho- I was hoping I was, I was hoping you wouldn't. That was what I was going for <laughs> I mean, there. It's just cute. He's like running into a little snow-covered house. Yeah, he's also stolen as a concept. under the yeah. Christmas tree. Anyway, you got something else? Oh, is that it? No, I got another thing. All but, right, uh, okay. Yeah, I've also got some Christmas food recommendations. Oh, my goodness. Okay, the Christmas cookbook that I always go to, which is excellent, is Margaret Fulton's Christmas Recipe Book. Margaret Fulton is like... Just a god among Australian cooks, and she's just known for being practical and awesome. And she's now, I think, if you look at all those Australian cooks, she's high and mighty above them. If you think Gabrielle (laughs) Gatte, French Australian cook, is up there, you are wrong. If you think Curtis Stone is up there, it's my turn. You did your weird frog (laughs) shaking a box thing. Let me continue. People love that. So, so far, you've recommended a weird frog shaking a box and Krampus who murders everybody. You've missed the whole thing. Anyway, Margaret Fulton is excellent and her Christmas recipe book is my Bible for Christmas stuff. She does excellent things. Well, my Bible for Christmas is just the Bible, the New Testament. That's what I like for Christmas. If you're looking for really good recommendations for gingerbread and things like that to make with kids, they're very simple, clear recipes. She has some really, really beautiful pictures about Classic, excellent. She's always right. With Jesus Christ is my on. one true Christmas saviour, Claire. None oh, of this gingerbread pipe, pipe crap. down. Anyway, um, and the other thing that I love to cook at Christmas and I think is an excellent Christmas recipe is Annabelle Crabbe's Christmas Crack. Okay, this one actually is excellent. It's Oh, oh really? Can I yeah. let it write it? Yeah, so I took it to our Christmas in July that we did recently. Oh, in July with some friends. It goes down a real treat. It's from her book Special Guest and it's so easy to make. So it's a, the base is saladas, which are just like salt, saltines, I guess, if you're American. They're just like salty crackers. Sure. Then you pour over the top a whole lot of caramel that you make from delicious butter and like brown sugar and things. You pour all of that over the top and then you pour chocolate over that. So it's like a layer. And then on top of that, you sprinkle dried cranberries and pistachios. So it's green and red and very crispy. Put it in the fridge, let it set, and then you can just crack it and give it as gifts. It's really good to take to a party. You will be they just like a very popular person at the party because it's so addictive and so delicious. And something happens when you hand it around. I think it's just all the sugar. Everyone goes a bit silly. It's true. But you love it, don't you? I do you? love it, genuinely. It's bloody delish. It's so yum. So, yeah, they're my recommendations. I'm one of those people, like, if I start eating something like that, like, I have my willpower is, like, out the door. Yeah, I know. I have to eat, the, the, I have to eat nothing or everything. I'm not, like, I'm yeah, there's no in-between I know. for me. Like, the special, which I'll recommend on another podcast, chocolate, healthy chocolate slice that I make as, like, a lovely little snack once a day. I made, like, 20 bars. They're, like, muesli bars, and they're all gone. No, there's two left. I left them yeah, for I you. Yeah, I saw. Strategically, there's two little squares left. Well, I didn't. Uh, since there you was told a me box to, of 20. Since you told me to stop eating them, I stopped. And, the, and when I After stopped, there was two left. After you the whole box. you got to anyway. be quick. They are delicious. I will give you that re- recipe another day. I don't need it. I just need you to really make it for recipe. me. really good recipe. Anyway, I know I've made it twice so far in the last week or something and you've eaten almost all of it. It's delicious though, I have to say. Okay, do you have one more thing? I do. If you're familiar familiar with Kirk Cameron, Um, he's from the 90s, 90s TV star. Yeah, Yeah, I think I had a bit of a crush on him. Oh, well, then you're going to love this guy. He he was in a show. Yeah, he was in one of those shows. Family, not family. One of those shows. One of those. Family ties? Uh, No. Yeah, one of those shows. 
<laughs> yes. I loved him. He was a big 90s, late 80s kid. Yeah. He's a bit hot, 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 hot. Well, now he's 49. Growing Jeez. Pains he was in. Yeah, so there pains, you go. Yeah. That's right. Well, I don't know if you know about this, but Kirk, Kirk Cameron now, he's a very Christian human being. That's what he does. Like, he makes these movies about like Christianity being tied to Christmas. In 2014, he has an American faith based Christmas comedy directed by uh, Darren Doan and written by Doan and Cheston Hervey. And basically, uh, Kirk Cameron is having his annual Christmas party, but it's about to be ruined by his brother-in-law, Christian, who turns up. And uh, what Christian's all about is Christian is hardcore Christian. And he's like, well, the real meaning of Christmas is missing, right? And I'm all about Jesus in the New Testament. I don't recognize this. And Kirk Cameron is all about convincing this character that Christmas can actually be about commercialization and presence. And, like, and it's basically a movie about how God gives you these things for a reason because you deserve them. So if you have good food and presents and all of those kinds of things, it's because God wants you to have them. That is Kirk Cameron's Christmas comedy, Saving Christmas. So that's the bulk of the movie. But here's the thing. Here's what I'm really recommending. Twist, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Claire's just filming I'm the dog. Listening. <laughs> There's a YouTube channel. Get that camera out of my face. Uh, there's a YouTube channel by Maggie Mae Fish. Uh, she's an actor, writer, and comedian. She used to work for Crack. She's done stuff for College Humor and stream, uh, Screen Junkies. But, yeah, she, now she, she, she's got her own YouTube channel, among other things, and it's, she does film analysis. And she recently did this uh, this Saving Christmas movie, which, again, it's about it's about Kirk Cameron, devout Christian, convincing you the commercialization of Christmas is actually great and rich people deserve these things because God loves them. That is like oh the point of this actual God. movie. Anyway, it's a great film essay. It's like she's really funny and insightful and it goes like beyond like the problems of this particular movie. And look, we've talked about before, like I have my problems with, you know, certain religions or whatever. Not even certain religions, the way that it's perceived. And I think this is like the epitome of like, this is like you've, you've taken the wrong message here entirely. Jesus wasn't like, Lately. I love giving each other gifts and you deserve this and God loves you and that's why you've got money. It's like one of those kind yeah. of situations. Oh, so gosh. check out Maggie Mae Fisher's YouTube channel. Again, I don't have a problem with religion. I think it's done, it can do a lot of good things. It's just pretend. It's like a gun. It's how you wield it. Do you know what I mean, Claire? Totally, You can wield I it for good agree. or bad. Yeah. I totally agree. And actually on that, I want to talk very briefly for my recommendations. Sure. It's about gift giving because I think sometimes I love Christmas, but I don't particularly love all the consumerism side of it. Then you'd hate Kirk Cranman saving <laughs> Christmas, Claire. All right. But I do think that there's like some really great things to be done in the way that we can give back at Christmas time and remember about people less fortunate than ourselves, definitely. Mm. One of my friends is a teacher and she does this thing called Mini Vinnies, which is basically the kids get together and they run drives for Smith and Paul who work with people who are less fortunate. Mm. And every year she gets the school to to do like a drive for Christmas hampers and then all the kids put the Christmas hampers together, put cellophane, big bows on them and they deliver them out to people. Nice. And I just think it's – I think it's really important, particularly if you're a parent and you have kids, to try and show your kids that it isn't just all about you. And even just like this year, we're going to be taking some toys that our little person no longer plays with and donating them to St Vinny's. And I think, I mean, he's zero happy about that. Well, too bad. Completely had a full meltdown when I told him. <laughs> but but I think it's really important to give back. And there's also really great gifts, particularly Care Australia, who we raised money for last year. Mm. They have some really amazing fundraising campaigns and their work 
um, goes to sporting women and girls around the world. And so if you're looking for Christmas gift ideas that maybe have a bit more of a charitable bent, something like that is really awesome. You can give a ghost or some pencils or a blanket and and all all kinds of different things. So anyway, I just think sometimes it's, it's worth thinking strategically about enjoying Christmas for family and friends and sharing and um, traditions and whether that's religious traditions or other traditions, having that be the focus and the music and the atmosphere and, you know, reflecting on a year that's been, that's what I love about Christmas. I think we can get a bit lost in all the consumerism. So and you can't yeah. even say Merry Christmas anymore. It's the bloody, the PC bloody no, culture has made it, well change it to happy envir- holidays or whatever. An environmental standpoint as well. I think that the focus, having the focus be yeah. on the celebration with family and friends and looking There is a lot of waste other. at Christmas, yeah. Yeah, so I think that, yeah, like I do love Christmas, but I think that it's really if worth If you get a bunch about. of crap, what you got to do is give it away, but make sure the person who gave you the <laughs> present doesn't know that you're giving it away, but give it away. Sure. Yeah, Correct. and then when they ask, where's that platter that I gave you? Just say, I've put it away because it's special <laughs> and I didn't bring it out for special Correct. occasions. Yep, exactly. All right, um, and just on kids, because we were just talking about gift giving and kids, I think books are a lovely thing to give at Christmas. Oh, you're recommending books, Claire. Wow, oh, that's really bold up. of you. Anyway, there's just a couple of kids books I wanted to quickly recommend. One I've talked about already, The Jolly Christmas Postman by Jeanette and Alan Alberg. Um, the Grinchy Stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss, a classic. And then Never there's a really it. fun one. Um the original poem by Clement Clark Mort was The Night Before Christmas and All Through the House. You know that poem? No. You're the worst. Anyway, um, there's an Aussie version called An Aussie Night Before Christmas by Yvonne Morrison, and it's just got great illustrations and it's fun. It's basically about Paul Hogan uh, avoiding <laughs> tax time at Christmas and you know, going overseas. It's about, um, who is it that sings True Blue? Who John Williams? That? Rusty? Dusty? Dusty Rusty. Dusty Rusty. I can't Russell remember who Crow. sings that. Correct. Anyway. Uh, and that completes my Christmas recommendations. This has been a fun episode, Claire, don't so you think? It's been so fun. I've had so much I've fun. I've tried oh to bring God. it down, but I feel like I haven't crushed your spirit of Christmas. <laughs> no, yeah, of course you never can't. Could. My spirit of Christmas soars above I'll all of your negativity. I'll be back next year. <laughs> like Krampus. That's Krampus, right. my style, my Christmas style. It's all right. I've been with you for, what, like 13 years or something. I can cope with your negativity. We'll I, I, I am like Teflon, mate, to that negative Christmas attitude. Well, look, if people uh, can cope with negativity, maybe they can cope with some positivity from some Yay. reviews. We really appreciate that. Uh, if That would be the greatest Christmas gift you could give it. It would genuinely would be. Could, uh, Write us a review, it, mate, while you're uh, You can do it in-app if you open it up. Yeah, after you've had your delicious Christmas pud. Oh, Annie Donna's Christmas pud episode. Excellent. Um, Worth watching. Excellent. Brilliant. Skit. Uh, I don't know whether I've read this one out before. I think I might have, but I feel like it's Christmas appropriate. It's by Clatton. Clayton? It's clean, but the E and the A are switched. Yes, ham is indeed the worst. Uh, these two are hilarious together, especially when jokes are brought back like the Grinch of Christmas is just the Grinch. Uh, great recommendations and lovely banter that make uh, me happy that other families are as loud as and obnoxious as my own. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love that though. Thanks, mate. That's the review awesome. can be as long or as br- short as you like, but it genuinely helps us out. We'd love it. It if you really, could do that. really yeah. does. Even just rating and you yeah, can do it in that. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. Okay. I also have um, some suggestibles and one particularly, well, two really, from Yvette Marks. Thanks so much, Yvette, for listening. Um, and if you want to uh, suggest something, you can go to at suggestible pod on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. We really should set up an email address. Let's do that for next year. I'm tired. Anyway, you are always tired. Okay, so hello, this is from Yvette. Absolutely love the pod. I have two recommendations, which I think you would both like and your listeners would too. 
The first is the book Towards the Night Shift Before Christmas, mm. which is based off diary entries from an ex-doctor. It's actually his second book, but I started with this one. It's very well written. It made me laugh, cry, go ew, and appreciate even more than I did those people who work the Christmas season to keep so many of us healthy and alive. And the second is a Netflix series called The Films Which Made Us, which I know you loved watching. Talked about last we week, talked yeah. about last week. And she said um, the Home Alone app is a must for this time of year. Agreed. Which you mentioned. All right, keep up the great pod, loving it. Thank you. Oh, well, thanks, Yvette. I really, really appreciate you writing in. So we would love to hear Yvette, more. I think it's you'll find. There's a Y in there. I bet you say it, Yvette. I don't think so. Like Arvet. 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 Arvet Maria, the song. Arvet Maria. Yes, but until next year. That's just for you, Yvette. Yeah. And by next year, I mean next week because there's one more episode before the end of the year. One more. Are we taking a break? We're doing. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll figure yeah. it out. So. Doing some like a sort of summer reads and things to read and watch yeah. and listen to over. Well, for us, it's the summer break. For you guys, it's probably the wintry time. Where yeah. Freeze in hell. Eat leftover Christmas pud. Mm. Hey, uh, and ha- just have a wonderful Christmas. That's right. And remember, everybody. Merry Christmas. I would even say have a crazy frog Christmas. Does have lyrics. <laughs> you didn't mention Mariah Carey? Ah, uh, nah. Everyone knows Mariah Carey. I mean, yeah, nobody knows Michael Bublé. You really went. You really went edgy there, Claire. <laughs> no, but she's on the Love Actually. Well, her version of All I Want for Christmas is you is on the Love Actually. Soundtrack. Her version or the version that's sung in that movie? No, the version that's sung in that movie. But I do love that song too. Obviously, it's without saying it's excellent. Very good. Uh, but, yep, and I know that you were trying to damp my Christmas spirit with the crazy frog, but that only brought me joy. I th- I thought it I'm would off be worse. to make a Christmas uh, hazelnut pavlova for the my favorite friend's dinner tonight. We're doing a Christmas themed dinner. And, and my Christmas-themed evening is going to be watching that new Star Wars movie in IMAX, apparently. Yeah, I missed it. I didn't, I'm so jealous. I really wanted to go to that. However, well, it Christmas might be terrible, is more important. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Christmas is not more important than Star Wars, Claire. If you say that, Disney will come to your house and break in. I'm limbs. surprised you didn't. Wasn't there like a Christmas special of Star Wars? Oh, yeah. I've done a video on it. It's a Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about that. I have talk, I've talked it to death. I, I challenge you to sit through that. Like you, No, you forget. You, you love, have made me sit through it. I have not made <laughs> yes, you sit you through have. it the entire thing. Yes, you have. It is brutal. You have. Yeah, I know because it's you not made even me like, sit it's through it. It's not even like funny. It's just. It's terrible. It's just atrocious. It's terrible and poor Prince we, we, Mason and I also did a, um, a commentary track on it. So if you want to watch two men going mad over Christmas, <laughs> the Star Wars Christmas special, check it out. <laughs> All right. All right well, stay really safe this Christmas. Have a crazy guys. frog Christmas, everybody. Love to everybody. And Not to everyone. all a good night. No, do, no. Everyone except for you, Grincho. You talking to me? Yeah. But I love you. Despite your negativity. I've got negativity. a great present for you this year. You better have got me something good. No, I haven't. I mean, I don't believe in consumerism, but buy me a present. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.